Hey guys, it's Stacy Barnett, and I uh, just wanted to do a, a quick podcast. I haven't done one of these in a while, and uh, right now we're doing um, this incredible um, online competition uh, called the Olympic Sentathlon, and uh, we we re- we released our first theme, and and it's on confidence. Um, and and I'm realizing that that's a pretty that's that can be a challenging concept for folks. So I thought. I'd put together this podcast and, and partially it's for, you know, the people in the, um, uh, you know, in the competition and partially it's for really just anybody who wants to listen. Confidence is at its, at the very, from its, at the very basic part of it, confidence is what gives the dog the ability to access their training. That's really what it is, Right. When a dog is confident, they're okay with their environment. They're okay with the skill that's being presented. They're okay with the requ- what I mean by that is their request uh, or, or, or what, 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 what they're being asked to do. Their confidence is like a key. And when they turn that key, it gives them access to their, their, their training and their ability. Right? So... When we build confidence, it's building their capability to cope. That's really what it is. It's building their capability to cope. And how we do that can really depend on the dog themselves. And, you know, we really, because it's such a personal concept when it comes to dogs, right? It's so personal. It can be something very simple for some dogs, or it can be something, you know, like there, there are some dogs that just kind of come with it. They just kind of come with confidence. You know, those are the dogs where it's pre-installed. And then, then you have other dogs where it's just not pre-installed. So it's almost like you've got to peel back the layers of the onion or the layers of the dog in this case to, to try to see like, what, what kind of confidence do you have? And what can I do to sustain what you're giving me now? and um and build it going forward right it's not necessarily just about exposing the dog right it's or if you're going to expose the dog it's how you expose the dog you know what i want you to think about is it's a little bit of a formula from the formula perspective you first have to assess where your dog is where is your dog right so you have to be um you have to be honest with yourself you have to be, uh, av- you know, available to really, you know, like emotionally available to really assess the dog. Um, like for instance, with with my uh, my dog Y, yeah, when I, when he's at home, he's pretty confident, you know. But when he goes away from home, that's something that we work on. So how I set up his training sessions at home and away from home are going to be very different. And, um, and my goal obviously is to close the gap between at home and away from home, but that's something that's been taking years and, um, and it's okay. It's okay. It really is. And he's making a lot of progress because confidence is also something that you can't quantify in a short term. Confidence is something that you quantify in a long term. And I'm, I'm not talking weeks, I'm talking months, I'm talking years, um, you will see your dog will, you know, dip and grow. 
the idea is to look for long-term trends. Is your dog moving in the right place in long-term trends? Okay, so confidence. There are a lot of things that you can do to build confidence, and there are a lot of things you can do to take away confidence. Basically, think, think of it this way. All right, let's, let's try, to, try to see if we can think about this in terms of human terms. If we have um, a child, and that child, well, you know, it's a lot of things, you know, a lot of people going through right now, you're, you're homeschooling your children, right? Um, because of, of everything that's going on. So what if you have a fifth grader and you, you're trying to figure out, now let's, let's pretend, you know, you don't have a, a, the curriculum and everything from the teacher, but let's pretend you're trying to figure out what kind of math problem to give to your teen, to give to your fifth, to, to your fifth grader. Your fifth grader is very smart. Um, you know, he's, he's got a lot of, uh, you know, he, he's done very well up through fifth grade. You're like, okay, well, what kind of problem do I give you? Well, you could say, all right, well, I'll give you something really easy. Here's some addition tables. Here's one plus three, three plus five, two plus three, eight plus two, you know, six plus four, all of these things. And, you know, and, and you know what? The fifth grader is going to go, oh, they're going to stay engaged briefly, right? And then they're going to think, oh, that's kind of easy. And their mind is going to wander, but it's, and, and, it, and it, yeah, they're, they're going to get some reinforcement. They're going to be like, okay, well, I did it. Um, but they're, they're not going to gain confidence from it. Or you can say, oh, you know, I know you're smart, so I'm going to give you a special problem. This is a problem called calculus. What do you think? You know, maybe, oh, we'll make it easy on you. I'll give you a bar partial differential equation. Go for it, kiddo. I bet you can do it. All right, so the kid sits down, and he looks at this, and it looks Greek. You've got the, the integral symbols. You've got the whole, you know, once you, you, you've lost him. At this point now, he starts thinking, well, you've given me this very, very difficult problem, and you must think that I can do this problem, but now I can't do this problem. So what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this problem? Why can't, why is this so hard? What, what is, what is, even is that? What even is calculus, right? So at that point, if we did that, we, we would have given our child a math problem that is way too difficult. And by doing that, we're also not growing confidence, right? Now, what we, you know, in order to grow confidence, what we do is we say, okay, hey, you know, I know you're starting some concepts around algebra, which by the way, I don't know what a fifth grader does. I'm just guessing. Um, I know you're starting some concepts of, around algebra. Let's, let's do, let's talk about algebra, right? And, and I know you're really good with your, with your times tables and, you know, I don't even know if they teach that anymore. Your, your, you know, your times tables and um, let's, let's talk about this. Here's a basic algebra problem you know oh you, you haven't done this before I think you can do it it, it is it's 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 uh, kind of where we start off with algebra and this is how you do it right and um, and, and then you might even want to support that with a you know a, a paragraph in terms of okay kiddo this is what we're talking about what you're gonna find is that that's gonna be a challenging problem that's doable the doable is a big part of it, right? The doable is how you build 
that child's confidence. Now, again, I'm not saying what fifth graders do and whether or not you're actually doing any sort of algebra with them yet or not. My guess is I don't think I don't think you are, but you know, as an example, um, what it what it's about when you build confidence, you give your dog. Now we're switching back to dogs. You give your dog something doable that allows them to rise to the rise in the moment right you so in order to do that you have to be able to say this is what my dog really is and really looks like what can i do to say hey let me give you something hard but not too hard okay oh, you did amazing oh my gosh right and then you give cookie 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 all right at that point you've built confidence if you can stretch them just a little bit, you're building confidence. It's all about just that tiny stretch. Now, all of our dogs are different. What that tiny stretch is for your dog, it's gonna be different than somebody else's dog. Okay, you know, and it's not just limited to dogs with confidence issues. Even dogs who are naturally confident, Dogs who come to come out of the womb confident, which by the way, I, I have a couple of those. I have two of those. I have two dogs on the other end of the spectrum and I have two dogs that are highly confident. But it doesn't mean that we stop building confidence. Confidence is, is, is the foundation of foundations. Okay, because, um, and just briefly, I just want to kind of, you know, kind of go off on a tangent about the, what I call the four cornerstones of trial preparation. And I think I have a podcast on there somewhere, but the four cornerstones of trial preparation, basically, um, it's a really awful name for something that's really powerful, but it's a pyramid. On the bottom of that pyramid, you have confidence. Because confidence, it goes confidence, motivation, skills, stamina, and you move up the pyramid. And the reason why confidence is at the bottom is because you cannot, um, you cannot progress in anything unless you're confident in what you do. This goes the same for the dog. For the dog to progress, the dog needs to be confident. If you don't have confidence, you know what? You, you've got it. You have to ratchet it back to the point where your dog can do something and feel good about it. That's when you ratchet it back. I had a, you know, when I started started Y on nose work, like probably about five years ago, um, he, he now is, he's now, you know, uh, entering NW3s. Um, so he has his NW2, um, but it took five years because it took, because he has confidence issues. But when I started training him, he could do in my house, he's, he's in there doing converging odor. He's doing all kinds of good stuff. I take him out in the front yard and he said, uh, no, I can't do this. So when I talk about dialing back, I went to three boxes in my front yard and he says, oh, this is hard. This is hard. Okay. It's this box good boy right lots of cookies then i started to say all right now that you can search three boxes in your front yard let's try to take it to a parking lot somewhere and that's what i did with him but that was his own journey i'm not saying that you have to do that with every dog it's just that was his journey so i wouldn't want to take him to a new place and give him converging odor right away because he would not be emotionally capable of 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 working that right so you really have to give something that, that's very, um, very targeted, you know, for the dog. Um, 
you know, so you really need to know the dog and you need to know what does confidence look like for that dog. So, you know, again, I have, like I said, I have some dogs that are very confident naturally. Well, Brava and Powder, my, uh, my two young Labradors, very confident dogs. And a lot of it's genetic, by the way. Um, I took a, took a lesson recently, um, private lesson. And, uh, I took one with, uh, with, with both the girls and the trainer put a deep, what I would call a deep accessible hide, meaning the dog has, well, actually, I think the hides were intended to be inaccessible, which is, I have, I have some of those dogs, right? I think it was intended to have an inaccessible hide due to reach, meaning the dog couldn't actually reach the hide, um, in all four corners of the search area, just to try to pull the dog in and to get the dog to really work the corners. It was a cool exercise. Well, yeah, my dogs work the corners, but they also worked, how do I get to the hide? Um, now, granted, I mean, they're, they're not, you know, they're, they're Labradors. So, you know, they, someone, I think someone referred to a Labrador as a Labradozer, meaning a bulldozer. I think, I think a powder is like a, you know, half bulldozer. Uh, she's like a bulldozer on stilts because she's still got the, the puppy gangly thing going on. But, um, but even then, I mean, she, she's crawling under, she's crawling over, she's crawling, crawling through to get to, to get to the hide. So for her, that type of extreme exercise was confidence building, right? Um, and, and so, you know, for, and then I, then I brought in Brava, she did the same thing because they, they are, are encoded with a certain level of confidence to begin with. But that exercise would not be appropriate for my boys who don't have that level of confidence. So when you think about building your confidence, the exercise is going to be very different dog to dog. You know, so I, if I think about what my dogs could do, if, what, what could I do to build confidence in my dogs? Well, it's going to depend, first of all, on, on what kind of an area do I have access to. Now, let's say I'm, I'm stuck at home, which is, is not inconceivable right now. Um, and I actually did a little bit of, I did some work uh, with my dogs recently. And what, I'm, what I decided, I'm like, all right, it takes confidence to work in a tight space. So I actually ended up, and what I set up was maybe different for the different dogs, but for Brava, oh my goodness, you know, she's the dog that, you know, if I put a hide on, you know, and I've done this where I do my weird hides, it's in my sourcing blog, um, if I do like weird hides, right, I did a hide under a bed all the way on the back middle bracket up against the wall, and she sourced it, she crawled under and she sourced it, so I knew she would do this, so I ended up putting on like, I, I've turned over a um an x-pen so that had kind of like the wire grate i put a climb on top of that i cover the outside edges and i put a like a, a rug over the top so, so she couldn't get to it from the outside edges and um and i put odor like way back in and deep underneath that climb what do you want to mean by a climb it's like a like a platform it's a, sh a short platform well wouldn't you know she sourced that that became an accessible hide she just, she got up on top of the, the wire grate. She crawled underneath, belly crawled on top of the wire grate to be able to get to the hide underneath the climb. And it was pretty impressive, actually. It was pretty impressive. But this is also a dog who, you know, probably was born a monkey, right? She's a monkey. She, she, she climbs up and over everything. And it's, but it's genetic also. You know, she's bred for, uh, for urban search and rescue. Um, powder did the same thing, although with powder, because she's on, she's not quite a year old yet. I took out the grate, but she still crawled underneath the climb to get to the hide. 
These are dogs that are not concerned with body pressure, as an example. So in order to challenge them enough to build their confidence, I have to take what they are comfortable doing day to day and just ratchet it up just a little bit, but, to set, but I need to set them up for success. If I don't set them up for success, I don't build confidence, okay? So now, let's say I wanted to build confidence for my standard poodle. My standard poodle has, I can tell you one thing, if I set that high for the standard poodle, for Joey, Joey would say, oh yes, it's inaccessible, mother, it's back there. And he would alert from outside and he would not be pushing in and under, he would not be crawling under. I wouldn't expect it of him. He's a 12 and a half year old standard poodle who is just, you know, he doesn't have that same level of drive. He just doesn't, and, and which is fine. That's just, that's just who he is. So instead for him, if I wanted to do a confidence building hide, what I might do, because I have a very small bathroom, it's a narrow bathroom, and um, which is, by the way, when I'm in the bathroom in the morning, it's kind of like, have you ever seen like the cattle shoots and all the cattle are all on top of each other? That's me in the, in the morning with four dogs. It's crazy. But with Joey, um, now let's, okay, tangent, sorry. So let's assume I want to build confidence for Joey. Now, if I'm going to do that, well, you know, I, the tight space is actually a good idea. But so maybe for him, maybe for him in that bathroom, that long, narrow bathroom, I put a hide that's very easy. Maybe I put it under a stool. Maybe I, I make it this accessible, easy, easy hide, but I put it in the back of the bathroom where he has to work through the bathroom to get to the stool. Now, in that case, I've made the hide a very simple hide, but the task of getting through the bathroom comfortably is what challenges a dog. It's not the hide itself, all right? So whereas the hide for Brava would be that the environment is really challenging and we're giving her something very difficult, but within her capability of doing that, we did the same thing for Joey, but the, the um, the way we would set it up is different because Joey's definitely not going to climb under something like that, like a climb, right? He's not going to, he's not going to crawl under a climb. Um, he, uh, but I might be able to get him into my bathroom. And if I have odor there and if, especially if I make it, you know, it's kind of strong enough. Um, so he's catching it from, from the start line. If I put odor, you know, hide a hide under a very simple, simple stool, I think he's going to drive through that, that bathroom and push in and get to the hide. And you know what, that is confidence building. Because the dog goes, oh, there's a little bit of, there, there, I fe I'm feeling environmental pressure, but oh, I found the hide. Dang, I'm good, right? We, we want the dog to feel that way. So that could be Joey. Now with why, um, with why he has a tendency also, he feels a lot of environmental pressure, a lot of body pressure. But when he's working at home now, he's gotten much more confident at home or, you know, at places where he feels comfortable. So if, if I'm training him and he, let's say we take him to the, uh, you know, where, where the trainers that, that I work with, um, we, you know, we work in her building, he goes in, he's comfortable. He's going to be able to source a much more difficult hide there than if I take him to the local park. All right. And so I need to vary what my, what hides I place for him based upon where he is based upon the fact that, you know, he needs to, um, he needs to be comfortable. He needs to be comfortable enough to be successful. Um, so 
if I was going to set a hide at home. I might work on some of those deep accessibles, but maybe not ask him to crawl completely underneath a, a short platform for a dog. Maybe for him, maybe it's more pushing into, um, kind of go through a maze and maybe push into an area that has a little bit of environmental pressure to get to the hide. Maybe that is how you built his confidence. So there's, there's the, and, and all of that has to do with general confidence, right? Now, when you start getting into things like environmental confidence, there's a lot that you can do that's not necessarily search related. You could do a lot of acclimation. You could do a lot of, um, you know, engagement work and just, just really the acclimation is just really getting into an area and getting bored. Um, that's not really like if, if you're uh, going to enter our, our um, competition, that's not really what we're talking about there. Um, it is a matter, it is an exercise to help to, to build confidence in that it reduces the sensitivity to the environment. Yes, it's very good and it's very essential. But if you're going to build confidence, building confidence is a little bit more proactive, right? So it's less about the acclimation, it's more about setting appropriate searches. And, um, and, and that's really how we build confidence. So from an environmental confidence perspective, let's say you, you've been working at home and you're building a lot of confidence at home. And now you need to go into, now you want to go to it and take it to a new place. Well, now you've been working all these like deep accessible, whatever, tight spaces. When you go to a new location, what you need to do then is you need to actually dial it back a little bit because everything's additive. So the stress, the, which is not necessarily a bad stress, it's just the, the pressure of expectation that comes from the dog's history and training. They come to that and then they either say, yes, I can do it or no, I can't, given the uh, restrictions that I'm currently feeling or given the pressures I'm currently feeling. So if you have a dog that, you know, all of a you know, oh, well, he does great at home and now I'm going to trial my dog and you bring your dog out and your dog can't find the hide and you're wondering what's wrong with my dog. Um, this happens to people, right? They're like, well, you know, he knows, you know, and you hear this all the time. Well, he knows where it is. He knows how to do this. Yeah, well, well, he does know how to do this, but he doesn't have the emotional capability to give you what you need in this exact moment. Because if you think about confidence, it's, it's an internal thing. And if you think about how the dog expresses confidence, it's almost like they've got a little like a valve, right? Um, picture, picture like a water valve for, for a water hose. You know how you turn it righty, 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 tighty, lefty, loosey, right? Sorry, guys, I know it's international. But so you, you turn, the, turn the little knob to the left and the water comes through the hose. So, however, that, that is actually how you, if you think about it, that's the access to the dog's confidence. So if you have a dog that you've been working on a lot at home with confidence and then you take them into a new area and you don't open that valve, the dog's not going to be confident because the dog is not going to be able to access all of those um, guts, right? All of those, all of that, that bravery that you've been working on developing in a new environment, which means if you want to build confidence in the new environment, you need to reduce the complexity of your searches. Some cases, maybe it's three boxes. Maybe in some cases, it's going from an elite search to an NW1 search, for example. Um, the rule of thumb is the higher the, the distraction, the lower the complexity of the search you want to set. So hopefully that makes sense. 
So when you build confidence, you've got to keep that distraction or pressure versus the, um, you know, versus the dog's skill set in order to be able to, you have to balance that out in order to be able to find out exactly what you should be setting out to search. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is, of course, and we talked about this earlier in, in this discussion, is that um, it, it's got to be appropriate. It has to be an appropriate challenge. It has to be, um, if you have, a, you know, a, a dog who is very green and you give them a eight-foot suspended hide, and then you wonder why, because you, you put your dog in there and you let your dog search for 10 minutes, and when your dog didn't find it, you wonder why you seem to have broken your dog. Um, confidence is sacred, guys, right? So you really need an appropriate, appropriate hide because you have to protect it. You have to protect the dog's confidence. That is your foundation. That is what's going to help the dog to cope and to succeed in the future. So I'm going to leave you with that. And, um, and if, for those of you who are doing the, uh, the, the Olympic Centathlon, um, and hope you enjoy it. Hope you have fun. For those of you who aren't doing it, check out the website. There's information on it. We're going to get started. We're actually, we started, we've kicked off some, uh, some information um, in terms of what the first day is going to look like. So you have three days before you actually have to submit any video. So first, first video that's going to be submitted uh, is going to be on uh, the 27th, which is a Monday. So um, hopefully this helps. And, uh, and otherwise, hopefully, hopefully it brings up some ideas. Confidence itself is, is a huge, um, huge topic. And I think we just need to kind of think about what does that mean and how do we, how do we address it? So have a, have a great, have a great night. Stay healthy. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.